Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. It's episode 714. We've got a great guest. We've got Laurent Mallard, and he is the founder and CEO of Adora Web. I'm sure I butchered his name. But as you are regular, regular listeners, tribe, you are used to that by inability to pronounce literally any of our guest names, a slight impediment, but charming in its own way. I'm going to let Laurent introduce himself to you, the tribe. Okay. So can you give us a quick 10, 26 intro, please? Yeah, lovely. So, uh, as you perfectly stated, Jonathan, uh, I'm called Laurent. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm originally from Belgium, but I've been living in in Luxembourg for about uh, twelve years now, and since nine years, I've been spending my times in trying to create the best marketing or digital marketing agency here in Luxembourg. Uh, apart from that, right. uh, I have a lovely dog, a lovely wife that's pregnant. Yeah. Hey. And so so I'm just kind of your happy type. Um, All right. I work a lot, but uh but the life is, is getting back to me in a very nice way. So yes. even though you and, uh, my name I'll still be friends. And I, and I met you at the uh, WordCamp Europe. You did a great presentation yeah. about how you reorganized your own agency and how it's really yeah. transformed the profitability and the freedom that you feel. So I thought that was going to be a really interesting topic for our audience. I've got my co-host, Andrew Palmer. Andrew, would you like to introduce yourself to the tribe? Uh, certainly. Uh, Saluto, Laurent. Uh, welcome to the show. It's nice to see you here. My name is Andrew Palmer, and I'm with Bertha.ai, uh, helping people write AI content within WordPress. And we love Yoast. Oh, that, that's great. I'm so pleased to hear that. So uh, <laughs> uh, before before we go into the main meat and potatoes of this great interview, we've got a few messages from our major sponsors. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Allow us to introduce you to Castos, our major sponsor. If you're looking to get into podcasting, Castos is for you. No penalties on the amount of downloads and the support, should you need it, is the best in the industry. Take a look at Castos for your podcasting solution. That's castos.com, castos.com. The importance of backing up your WordPress website cannot be emphasized enough. We use BlogVault to help us do this on a daily basis. With free staging, migrations, and on the pro plans, malware scanning and autofix, BlogVault is the professional's choice when managing just one website or many. Go to blogvault.com and see for yourself. You seriously won't find a better, more complete solution. That's blogvault.com, blogvault.com. We're coming back. I uh, just want to point out, we've got some great special offers from the sponsors. Also got some great recommendations, plugins, services, anything that you might need for yourself or for clients. You can get all these goodies by going over to WPTonic slash recommendations, WPTonic slash recommendations. So straight into it. So um, you're based in Luxembourg. You know, I 
obviously I'm originally from the UK, Andrew's based in the UK, but um, do you think there's any fundament, fundamental difference between the mainland European market than the UK and American apart? One of the main things that occurred to me is how you deal with all the multi, multi-languages that you've got Indeed. to deal with, where yeah. in the UK to some extent and very much more in the US, um, it's really a very English-based um, philosophy. So I'd, oh. I'd be interested to see how you deal with that effectively. Yes, of course. So clearly the main difference between the US market and the European market is the size not necessarily the total size of the market, but just the fact that in Europe, there's not one market, there's 20 of them, okay? And each market has some real specificities. You will not market or sell your product the same way in France that you will do in Germany or that, that, that you will do in, 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 in Denmark. You know, there's some those are very different people with different languages and that, yeah, it creates some, some hassles for us marketeers. Now, personally, uh, here uh, within Adora Web, we mainly work with the Luxembourgish market. Sometimes we work with the French market or the Belgian market, but it makes our lives, it's already made easier because we share the same language, French. Sure. Uh, the northern part of Belgium does not speak French, but as I'm originally from there, that, that has never been a problem to adapt uh, the, the campaigns we've been running for the, for the entire Belgium. Um, but Definitely, uh, Europe in itself is a very different kind of market. And, and Luxembourg, it's probably one of the most peculiar. Because you have to understand that Luxembourg, it's a market that's about uh, a bit over half a million inhabitants. So it's crazy small. Okay. Um, we have around six, 600,000 people living in Luxembourg. But that's crazy. the population of the country doubles during the day. So there's so many, it's, 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 it's a kind of, uh, I like to describe Luxembourg as a little piece of, of Switzerland that has been forgotten. Okay, it's a place where there, there works, there are lots of companies, there's a very, uh, very active economical tissue, and there's very, very loads of things to be done and that are being doing done. But then again, it's a very, very traditional market. And it's a very, it's a luxury for me Today, because as, as as a digital marketing agency, my market is in front of me. Okay, we still have some very very traditional uh, minded kind of companies that oh we don't need to take risk. You know we've been doing that for the last twenty years. It, it has gotten us so far. Uh, so why change? Well, the European and the worldwide pressure is kind of. Uh, we are kind of in a phase here in Luxembourg where we realize that we need to change the way we are doing things, okay? Uh, the industry is not working anymore. There's the banks. The, the banks industry, it's not that high uh, anymore, even though they are still very active and there's still very things, plenty of things happening. Um, but clearly, based on, on my market and for our market, uh, regarding all the digital tools, would it be a WordPress website or, 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 or other things? We are still a market that I would estimate to be like maybe 10 years behind what you'll find right. in, in some more to, uh, uh, central European cities, yeah, or, or even yeah, in the sure. US. Yeah, sure. Before I, I throw it over to Andrew, just got a quick follow-through question. 
So did has the pandemic and what happened, did that change people's attitudes and accelerate uh, a move forward or don't you think it's really affected it? I think it has, it has affected plenty of people like everywhere else. I think uh, it was kind of unexpected. Uh, I also think that it has been relatively well managed, even though I might not have done everything the same. But then again, I'm not the one taking all the responsibilities or, or paying the consequences no. for them. I mean, uh, I mean, I meant more how it affected companies' attitude to digital yeah. marketing. So, as a business, um, I don't have that answer just yet, because actually, uh, I'm 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 still perceiving uh, the kind of the after the, the aftertaste of the COVID break, where business for almost two years everything has been very slow. Uh, the rule was let's not take risk. And it's starting to, to, to grow again. It's starting to happen again. Um, but I would be delighted to give you a definitive, more definite answer in six months. Let's see if all, 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 all my clients, all my prospects in my pipeline, would they sign the project that, that they are going to? Uh, for some company, it has clearly, for most company, I believe it has still, it has clearly been uh, a self-realization that there were some problems. But as there were so many problems regarding uh, workforce, regarding uh, changing clients, I think that the marketing, in a way, has still be kind of left outside of it. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to see in the next few months how does that impact our enterprise, our industry. Uh, uh, even though I've, I personally have absolutely no doubt that uh, it, it will help people understand that they need more digital activities. They need to, to, to control the acquisition funnel, the conversion uh, processes, and to control the entire buyer journey, digital buyer journey that's that, that they want to build. Uh, and they need to control that uh, digitally because physically sometimes it gets into troubles. Yeah. Over to you, right. Andrew. Well, I mean, you know, cultural differences. You were talking about Europe. You know, every single country is a different country. It speaks... A different language generally you have the the french languages spoken around mm-hmm. flemish in the north of Berg, belgium i think you were talking about yeah, switzerland yeah. A multilingual french swiss german austrian you know all these all these languages that people we don't we tend not to think we, that we don't have a language barrier in the uk um but you know we've got we've got cultural language barriers you know so we you know the people up north for instance i'm 24 miles west of london uh, sometimes I find them find it hard to understand them because they speak very fast and they've got very strong, you know, dialects, Man- Mancunian or um, Durham or you know Newcastle, that sort of things. And uh, they they say words in a different way. So we still have to deal with cultural um, yep. issues within our own countries. In America, the same. You have South and South, Southern America. You have North America. And it's a different. It's a it's a relationship with attitudes as well as much as. Um, Kind of different ways that they speak to each other and what they mean in in um, uh, the, their tone of voice and things like that. So one of the things that I wanted to um, ask you about it, it's it's aligned with uh, question two. Really, is that you you've talked about how your agency has changed uh, in the way that you feel other agencies 
react to customers. Could you just give us a, a minute or so on that and what you've done to change, um, uh, not without g- going into the other questions that we've got? What, what's, mm-hmm. the, what's the core principles that you've uh, adjusted in your agency? For me, the core principle was about accepting that there is no way to know it all before you get started, before you get actually some work done. Um, And that was the main realization that has brought me for the last six years to to try some, maybe we'd say some crazy stuff, uh, to, to try and change, to try and change the way we market our services, to try and change how we how we build our products, how we retain the, our, our clients throughout times to, to bring more value on the table. The realization, it's really about uh, accepting the fact that if I meet your company for the first time, I am not able, even though I would be the, 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 the better digital marketer in the world, which I'm not pretend to be, I try to be good, but I wouldn't say, uh, I wouldn't go as far as that, but even the best in the world cannot 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 have that magical crystal ball where he will find all the answers from the get go and 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 that led me to 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 develop some more iterative processes and sure. that's all about the agility in the talk we did and that's that's how we met actually yeah perfect um on the on the i think we're on question three so um that was that was kind of part three. So let's have yeah. a look at how how you are we going for a break, John? But it, it, it's no. It's, it's, it's just I just want to give some additional information to the audience. So one of the reasons I, I felt you had a very insightful mythology around sprints around yep. Andrew. What I don't know if you saw saw the presentation, but it's about. Um, accepting that some clients can't put you on a massive retainer every month, but they still want to work with you. So you book a block of time at a certain date. They pay for that block of time and you agree agreed outcomes in that block of time that you, and um, I think you framed it as a sprint. Did you not? Or did you use a different? Yeah. I'm sorry about it, Angel. I just thought that would well, be. It's all right. That's what the question is. So it's you know, it's basically, can you give an extensive picture outline of the main elements of this change? So you've got you've got sprints going on, you've got booking of time in advance, yeah. Yeah. and you've got yeah. goals and targets to reach. And what yeah. happens when you don't reach the target, and it isn't your fault? It's it's due to client holdup. So that. Okay. That's, that's okay. I'll, I'll 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 get back to that. Um, the first thing I want to say is, is, as I told you, as kind of a little introduction, it's about uh, how I realized that I needed to find a way to get out of the actual situation, the current situation of many marketees. That situation is plain and simple. It's now, uh, we're going to go to summer holidays, that's going to be September, Okay. September, going back to school, all the marketers throughout Europe is going to sit down and say, we need to define everything that we are going to do for the next year. Because before the the end of this year, I need to validate a budget. Okay? I need my company to validate the budget that I'm going to spend and I need to decide right now in the time, in the point, in the point 
in time and space where they literally know the least about what's going to happen throughout the next year. They still need to decide that in July 2023, they are going to run a Google Ads campaign about that specific topic. And even though I'm, I'm glad when I can have some longer term vision to what's going to happen with my clients, and this is still important, unfortunately, the digital marketing, everything is moving so fast that if you decide everything in advance, you Mm-hmm. are assured to fail because number one, there's absolutely no way to know it all from the get-go. And secondly, you will be kind of stuck in, 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 in the section of everything that you've planned that more often than not, you will never take the time to go back and look about, oh, how did that campaign work? Okay? Because it's something that also, something that really I... Probably the, the, the thing that I like the most about the U.S. is the differential, the, the, the culture difference about how we perceive failure. Failure in Europe, it's a very, very bad thing. We cannot have failure. That is completely forbidden. If you fail a campaign, oh, my God, that would mean that you're a bad marketeer, which is obviously not true. The, the, more, the more American way of seeing failure, that failure is experience. Failure is how you grow. Failure is how you learn. And actually, everything we learn throughout lives, from, from walking to speaking to dancing to whatever, to painting to, to building some Lego set, uh, whatever we learn to do, we learn by doing mistakes. But for some strange way, a marketing, digital marketing director could not fail. And um, I believe the opposite. I believe that our goal as digital marketer is to fail as early and as, as fast as possible. Let's fail, okay? Let's accept that we can fail and that that's okay because we are going to set up processes and, 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 and mindset that will first enable to fail as fast as possible so that we'll, we, we, we consume the less resources as, as needed, we're not going to realize two years from now that we've been spending 5K a month on Google Ads in a campaign that does not convert. Okay? Some, some very realistic, uh, some very realistic uh, example that I've seen way too many times. Oh, uh, you do run Google Ads? Oh, yes, of course. And how does that perform? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I haven't logged in into the account since. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay. Let's change that. And and actually, I've realized while realizing this myself, because I was doing the job for, 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 for my clients and the results were not there. And we were trying to put massive strategies in place and in place and, and, and creating and, and plan everything out. And it just didn't work out. This always had some some emergency, everything with some 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 um uh scope creeping. And I was, I, I was personally I was miserable. Uh my clients' results weren't any good, and I was barely making any money. So it's kind of I needed to, to get out of that very bad cycle I was in. And that's when I discovered that the software industry was in what I believe is the exact same situation mm-hmm. that the marketing is kind of today. Um, and, and that is that is through the, the development of all the, the creation of all the agile methodologies, the agile mindsets. 
where the developers at the time were doing the exact same thing. Let's let's plan how we're gonna uh, what we are going to develop for, from three years from now. Okay, we're gonna plan everything. We're gonna do those massive Gantt charts when every, when when we have everything planning out. And I've never seen, I've never met a developer that told me that those Gantt charts turn to be realistic or turn to be true. Because of course something broke. Of course something unexpected happened. Of course the client simply changed his mind, and and that's okay. As long as you do not put yourself in 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 a such in a such rigid format, where the minute where you get out of the line, well, everything goes to pieces. I think that's key. I think sorry to interrupt you, but I think that's key to everybody. I think that you know the subtext to this is really uh, what you've managed to do is with the sprints you've managed to build in flexibility, and that's what a lot of clients. uh, forget and when you're dealing with corporates particularly they do have to have a budget they have to scope out that for the next year for instance mars confectionery plans christmas at easter and uh easter in july you know so you know they're way ahead of the curve um when i was working for a printing company you know we were literally getting artworks for um christmas at easter time and, but that didn't allow them any flexibility. If their competitors were a little bit more agile or a little bit more fle- flexible, mm-hmm. uh, or their agencies were flexible and built in that flexibility, you know, people would steal a march on them. So, I think that's the the uh, underscoring of what your your talk is about and what your yeah, philosophy and, is. And, 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 and if you allow me to go bits, let, let's go. Oh, we need to uh, we need to go for our break actually, and then we continue oh, when we go for our break. So, folks, it's been a fascinating discussion. I, I've, I've been really interested in it. Hopefully you are. We're going to go for our break, put some other sponsors' messages. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Build next-generation WordPress forms with WS Form, the only fully responsive, no-code form plugin. Choose from over 60 feature-rich field types, conditional logic, repeaters, calculations, and more than 65 integrations to build intuitive, accessible forms. Upgrade your form plugin today at wsform.com. Use coupon code WPTONIC for 20% off any WS Form edition. Hey, it's Spence from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with LaunchFlows. Get your copy today. Hey, Tribe, are you trying to scale your agency but struggling to find time to work on your business because you're always stuck working in your business? Head over to focuswp.co where you can subscribe to an instant team of white-label geeks and creatives to delegate to. Use code WPTONIC for a special discount just for the Tribe. With FocusWP, you don't have to worry about hiring, firing, or any other HR nightmares. Just submit a ticket and your new team will dive in. Focus on what you love. Outsource the rest. We're coming back. I just want to point out, I do a great newsletter. um, It's all about the stories that we discuss on the Friday Roundtable show. 
I write a scurrilous editorial, which I send out. Um, that's made me notorious in the WordPress community, but there we go. Um, you got, got to take it on your back, haven't you? If you want this, just go over to WP Tonic. <laughs> and just give me a look. Um, WP Tonic slash newsletter. And you can sign up for this newsletter and it'll be in your inbox around every Monday morning. What more could you ask for? Um, what a great way to wake up on a Monday morning to your scurrilous uh, texts in your newsletter. <laughs> My God. <laughs> um, it's made me so popular, but there we go. Uh, um, so you were at WordCamp Europe. That's where we met. You did a fabulous job, but you're... Thank you. You're a digital marketer at a very focused developer-centric event. You know, you're you're mm-hmm. you're joining the Kulag. You're the member of the WordPress tribe. Um, yeah. And so, how important is WordPress to you and your clients? And obviously, okay. because of Gutenberg, there the situation with WordPress is been in flux let's just put it that way for the past couple of years so is your commitment to wordpress still as strong or because of this flux have you been looking at other alternatives okay okay uh the answer to that second the second part of the question it's plain and simple not so far so far i've not looking for any alternatives uh, myself and my clients are really, really happy with what we are able to build uh, within the WordPress ecosystem and with the facility and all the helps, it, all the tools it gets on the table to help us manage our campaigns. Now, if I go back uh, some nine years back in time, actually, this entire company started with WordPress. I was going to say thanks to WordPress, but um, I was actually employed in an, in, an, in, an, in in a marketing agency, a traditional marketing agency, and they were sub, uh, outsourcing the creation of the website. They were using a French, nothing against the French. It was a French CRM system, a very small, very crappy. It was terrible. Like 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 having two columns was an absolute nightmare, and and it was uh, it was terrible for the for the for the clients, uh, uh, and that's when. I, as an account manager into that, that company, I started digging in and said, couldn't we use some better software? And that's how I started playing uh, with WordPress. And when I started my company, building WordPress website for re- relatively small businesses was what I was doing all day. And, and that's also how I, I realized that, yeah, we were building websites on, 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 on a one-time kind of mission and then we were disappearing and my clients would not get the results that they could expect from their website because they, they would pay small, very small company at the time, a one-man show company uh, at the time to build a website. And I've always tried to do it the best way I could, but they there was no follow-up. Um, now, regarding Gutenberg and everything, uh, personally, in our company, we do not do some heavy custom developments because that's not our work. That's not our expertise. Our job is to think about and implement strategies and tactics 
to acquire traffic, to convert it, and to retain it. Okay? That's the simplest way I can define everything we do. And so far, not all, but most of my clients, we've decided to, to, to use WordPress to build their website and the marketing part of their website. And for that, it has been working pretty good if i'm if i'm being honest at the beginning of gutenberg i was uh i was using some when i when we were not uh building custom themes we were using some other um uh, uh builders some 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 visual builders my favorite always Whoa. has been the beaver builder uh-huh. I've, I've been a big beaver builder user for 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 years because i was very glad about the, the the, the the performance loss was really not that bad. Really not didn't have any impact of everything <coughs> we did, and it used to simplify our lives. And even it enabled me to 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 furnish my clients with tools where they would, can where they could gain some independence. Uh, so it was has been working pretty good. And to be honest, we are kind of more and more going back to Gutenberg as we are getting. Uh, getting better code, we are, we are we are we are now gaining some more details options of how we can use those custom blocks, etc. And it really helps me and my clients. Uh, that by by the years I've been going a bit uh, a bit bigger. It helps me and, and and them to to keep consistent design, consistent structure. Uh, and for that, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy with it. Even though, yeah, I thought I would ask you because you see a lot of on YouTube, you see a lot of people comparing WordPress to other, other SaaS based, um, either in the DIY or in yeah. the more professional agency market. And there's a number of YouTube videos that seem to be preaching that WordPress isn't still one of the most effective agency tools. Um, I don't know if that's totally, you know, I don't know if that's their honest opinion. I I think like all these things, it's a little bit complicated. Um, That's great. Over to you, Andrew. Well, it depends. I mean, you know, that it depends whether or not you're a a good agency. You know, if you can work with any tools, as long as you, it doesn't really matter what the tools are. Um, if you've re- if you think that your workflow is better with a particular CMS or a particular web building tool, you can go to web you know Webflow. I know some very successful agencies that are yeah, simply, Webflow, yeah. simply Shopify. Too, yeah. yeah, Webflow is great, but you know shop, the Shopify partners, you know they're charging minimum ten grand a ten grand a pop. Yeah. That's their starting price, and they've been very very successful. Um, you know, WordPress is great for for DIYs and for professionals, and it's very it's very adaptable. You know, so it depends what yeah. sort of skill level you you or you seem to have decided that you don't want to be the coders, you want to be the marketers. You want to, but yeah, you will build yeah, your exactly. website. Exactly, your and, and, it, you know. and having played around, played along and around with WordPress for so many years. Uh, my team and I, we are so comfortable with this tool that we know it will always be a good foundation for whatever future need that a client can ask. And I'm saying all... Exactly. One of the things I wanted to ask you... 
One of the things I wanted to ask you is you're the boss now, right? So you you, you started off as the as the individual freelancer. You yep. decided you were in corporate or you were working for another agency, which is kind of corporate. You know, you mm-hmm. you're working for the man. Now you're the man. Yeah, how, how, how was that? How did that transition affect you um, mentally in as much as the way that you held yourself, the way that you have to now employ staff? I, we noticed at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the interview before before we went live, you had a cup of coffee brought to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is quite, I'm sorry. That's, that's the kind of transition we all like. You know, people can bring us a cup of coffee. It's great. But the, um, the you know, how did that affect you? And how are you? How's your your attitude towards your staff? And uh, are, are you are you co-workers or are you the boss or you know what's going on with your agency? How do you work together? Okay, okay. Um, I'll I'll say I'll, my main goal is to have an an auto organized team, and whatever we do throughout the different methodology that we we set up uh, and that we define and that we we, we kind of uh, trying to improve over time. The, the, one of the main goal is to have an independent team, team that can take decisions and 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 to be auto organized, okay? Because I never wanted, and I'm trying not to be as much that I can. I don't want to micromanage a team. It just sure. it simply does, doesn't work. Doesn't work. I've, I've I've done that with my first employee. It did not work well at all. It has been a very difficult situation with with her. It was a great person, but the work between us wasn't working and was probably my fault for a big part Um, but since then I've kind of grew I think that um, for me developing this company it's 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 pleasure before anything else and and I honestly believe I don't want to be too philosophical about it but I think that you cannot develop a company if you do, do not get pleasure out of it if this is not something that gives you the greatest motivation to get out of bed in the morning and to get inside of the office with a big smile every single day, then you need to change some stuff. Now, oh, well. uh, of course, with a team, now a team of, of nine people, it's it's a big team. Well, it's still, it's small compared to other, but for it's me, big enough. Big enough. I, needed to, I needed to learn and I and I learned by doing it. I did loads of mistakes. Uh, thank thank for me. I have a very forgetful and very understanding team. That um, even though there was there was Julien that brought me my coffee, and before being a great cup bearer, is a great is a great designer. He's, he's a, he's a, he's a so, um, just to um, go to our last question before we wrap up the podcast. And then yep. we're going to have some bonus content. But I've got a last question. So you've adapted, you've integrated and adapted this Scrum mythology, this Sprint mythology. Yeah. Yeah. What are you know? Everything's ongoing process. What are some of the key things okay. that you and your team you feel that you've got to really work on to improve um, how you get results for your clients? Um, I'd say as of today, uh, we are working internally on, on the kind of improvements are twofold. Uh, the first one is about maintaining long-term vision, all right? When you're working sprints over sprints, you are always planning for the next two weeks of work. And sometimes you 
tend to forget about some major milestones or minor milestones that's going to happen in the future, but that you still need to prepare and you still need to 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 fix and to 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 plan. Um, so for that, uh, we've been now implementing some uh, quarterly half a day workshop with all our clients where we go on site and we have some 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 more in the workshop some exercise some brainstorming exercise with the clients to figure everything out and we also implemented uh, depending on the client a one or two day on-site workshop per year where we will define the strategies and to do that we uh since the beginning of the year, it has been a, 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 a long-lasting process, but we are integrating OKRs, the OKRs methodology, objectives, and key results methodology in, to, help our, to help our clients um, uh, set up better goals and define how we're going to measure them, okay? Because that has been mm. something that has been a kind of, of difficult. And the second fold um, has been more of a, of a, a kind of a technical tool problem where we we wanted to we 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 the, the the project management tool that we were using Asana, it's a great tool, but it wasn't fitting our need uh, anymore as the, the client base grew, and for that we switched to Notion, and this has been a, a, a also a few months process to switch everything <laughs> out. And we are really happy with the we are really happy with the results. And I actually had done a, I did as a follow up of the 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 the, the WorldCamp Europe uh, keynote I gave. Uh, I'd done a follow up to show people how we set up everything into into Notion. And when my video guy is going to get some time to to polish that up, we're gonna we're gonna get it uh, we're gonna get it live for 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 everyone. Awesome. Oh, that's great. Awesome. That's great. That's great. I think we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show Lovely. now. And we're going to go into bonus content, which you'll be able to watch the whole interview on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Please subscribe to it. It does really encourage both me and Andrew in getting these fantastic guests. So, Laurent, um, how can, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and your agency and your thoughts and what you're up to? Okay, so I'll say that to be completely honest, I don't have anything to sell yet about everything we've been talking about. So the best way to follow up is simply to say hi on my LinkedIn account. That's where I'm the I'm the most active. And if you are if you have any questions, don't 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 hesitate. Hit me up. I'll be delighted to to, uh, to offer you a few minutes of my time, and I will personally answer all of your questions. Yeah, I think it's really fantastic you made that offer because I do feel that the more traditional agency models is really broken. And uh, I was really impressed with your presentation and your Thank you again. You know, looking, looking at it in a different way. So, Andrew, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and your thoughts on what you're up to? Uh, Andy, oh, oh, what, Andrew, this is andrewparmer.com, bertha.ai, and, of course, at Arnie Palmer on Twitter. Um, and I tend to rabbit on about wordpress and maybe a few other posts but uh they're all mine yeah. i'm responsible for them <laughs> never rabbit. I'll, I'll never say that uh um, it's been a great interview like i say please go to the youtube channel sign up there we'll be back next week with another fantastic guest we'll see you soon folks bye hey thanks for listening we really do appreciate it why not visit the mastermind facebook group 
And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.